Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which save my soul. There is no help for him in God. Selah. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Salah. I laid me down and slept. I awakened, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people. They have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Salah. Amen. Praise God. And so for a few moments tonight, I want to preach Salah. Amen. Salah. Everyone say Salah. Praise God. Lord, we thank you and praise you. We worship you. We magnify. We ask that you would strengthen us from your word tonight. We give to you thanks and we praise you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated. Musicians, do not leave. Please, I want you to stay put. I'm not going to preach long here tonight and I'm going to need uh, musical interludes during this message. Praise God. Now, <clears throat> Salah is a word that we have read in the psalm here, Psalm 3. And you, you may be wondering why it's pronounced the way that I'm saying it. I'm pronouncing the way the Hebrew Masoretic vowels are connected and associated with it, which is actually Selah. And there's other people because if you look, everybody's got a, a definition or a version of how you say it. Some say it's Salah, and some say Selah. And so you, you got all kinds of pronunciations. So I'm going to go with what I see on the Hebrew pronunciation, which is Selah. I like that part. You're supposed to put emphasis on the latter part, not the first part. And so people have a tendency to pronounce it in different ways. And it is prevalent in this passage of scripture that we have read here in Psalm 3. And so as a writer is putting together a song. Now, just, just, just by way of introduction, the way these were used, not, people don't really know. It's not used probably in the way that we're accustomed to in the Old Testament scripture and the way that they use their songs and they, they programmed them, the way they originated and the steps and the music that was connected to them. Nobody really knows what the old, 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 old songs were even like. And so they were designed in a certain way. They were utilized in a certain way. But we're so far removed from that, we don't know exactly how the Psalms were exactly used. We do know this. 71 times in the Psalms, there is a word that pops out at us, and it is Selah. It's an isolated word. It occurs 71 times in the Psalms, and it occurs three times in Habakkuk. That's the Hebrew pronunciation of Habakkuk as well. Praise God. And so Habakkuk, Habakkuk, however you want to say it, in his book, there's three times that Selah is mentioned. And all of these have some kind of, of significant. They're not just there to be filler space. They're used somehow in the melody or the psalmody, in the title, in the uh, direction of it. It, it's musical or it is a liturgical sign, although its precise import is not known. People don't know exactly how Selah is utilized. It's obvious that it's in the Psalms, that it has something to do with the music, 
but it could be musical, which means it could have been a musical interlude, uh, stop singing and let the instruments play, or it could have been something that was liturgical, meaning raise your hands and worship or exalt the Lord. And so there's, there's been advanced theories as to what this word means. It's a pause. Most people will say it is a pause, either for silence or musical interlude. It's a, it's a pause to think about what was said previously. It could be a signal for the congregation to sing, recite, or fall prostrate on the ground. Prostrate on the ground. Nudge your neighbor and say, he just messed up. <laughs> you were... Selah. Stop and think about that. <laughs> Have a little interlude right there. Praise God. Praise God. I was purposely trying to avoid what I fell into. It meant... <laughs> It meant that you were either to be silent or that you were to sing or to recite something or you were to fall down and worship. It could have been a cue for the cymbals to crash. could have been a word to be shouted by the congregation. Or it could have been a sign to the choir to sing a higher pitch or to sing louder. And so there's a lot of theories as to what this word means. The main suggestions are that it was musical in its direction and it had to do with the singers and the orchestra to sing or to play or to crescendo or to have an opportunity that was a musical interlude. That's one particular viewpoint. The other viewpoint is that it could have been a mark to lift up the voice or to lift up the hands and to magnify the Lord, especially for the Jews that ended up in exile where they didn't have the musical instruments. And so it might have been a point in which they were reciting the song. And when it came time for the individual, the person, the priest to give a benediction, there would have been an interlude. Something would have stopped. So in either case, we know that Selah was something that was an interlude, either musically or it was a, a call to worship, a shouting to confirm that God is who he says he is. And so you look at some of these Psalms and you can understand how this might have been used. It might have been used as a psalm for silence or a musical interlude. For example, in Psalm 77, I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed in the midst of this feeling like I have oh, I'm overwhelmed by everything that is around me and in my complaint and in my troubles my soul refused to be comforted in all of that I complained I was overwhelmed but the psalmist said at some point I stopped and considered what I just 
stated. And so there is an interlude in the midst of where I am and what I am feeling. Sometimes when you're overwhelmed, sometimes when you're complaining, sometimes when you're troubled, sometimes when your soul refused to be comforted, sometimes in these situations, you need to put a full stop on it and you need to say, I'm going to take a moment right here. I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to worship God despite my troubles, despite my difficulties, despite my complaints. I'm going to stop and I'm going to worship God. God, why don't you just lift up your hands for a moment and say, God, I want to take a moment here and praise you for your goodness and your greatness. I'm going to magnify you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. There are psalms of shouts of confirmation. Psalm 46, you read this and you can see that there could be a response to individuals that want to acknowledge the God that they're singing about. Psalm 46, verse number one. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, Will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. God is my refuge. God is my strength. He is a very present help when I'm in trouble. And so I'm going to say law. I'm going to take a moment, and I'm going to magnify God. you got to put a stop on everything. And you take a moment to worship him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. This is, this is all it is here tonight. If, if you're looking for anything else, it's not going to happen. This is it. Praise God. So don't wait on somebody to get into the spirit. You get in the spirit. Praise God and let's praise God together. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. It could have been an interlude, which is, is just a moment in time to let the music play, an interlude to think about what is being sung. There are some songs in which there was a certain mocking. Job said in chapter 30, verse number 9, and now am I their song, yea, I am their byword. They're singing about me, and I've become a curse word. 
The psalmist in Psalm 69, verse number 12, said, They that sit in the gate speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. They're singing, they're drunk, and I am the principal part of their song. In Psalm 67, the writer is writing in moments like those when it seems like everything is arrayed against you and every situation is arrayed against you. The writer begins to write and he says this in verse number one, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Selah, I want God to be merciful to me and I want him to bless me. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all the nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. God, I want to praise you, and the people of God are going to praise you, and we're going to take a moment to praise you. people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. God's blessing is going to come. And so I may feel like everything is arrayed against me and my enemies are against me. I'm going to take a moment right here and praise the Lord. Let's just go ahead and have a musical interlude thinking about God's goodness and God's greatness and God's blessing and God's favor and God's power and God's anointing and God's faithfulness. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I saw Sister King run the aisles. Some young people need to run the aisles. Praise God. Some of the elders ran the aisles. Somebody else needs to run the aisles. Praise God. I'm just going to take a moment and sing out your good. Hallelujah, God, you're faithful. Everything that has spread. 
praise God. So what, what Selah, say Selah, Selah. Tell your neighbor, Selah. So what we know from Selah is this. I'm almost finished here tonight. That no matter what occurs, whether your life is going good or whether it's going bad, every once in a while you need to put life on pause. Put the brakes on. Stop what's going on around you and give God praise. Give God thanks. Give God worship and give God confirmation. God. Now watch this. Miriam in the midst of victory when everything was going okay said I got to take a time out here. We came out of Egypt and God led us through the Red Sea and we made it on the other side but it's time to take a time out because I got to praise God and thank God for everything that he has done. Exodus chapter 15 and verse number 19. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry ground in the midst of the sea, and Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrel and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye unto the Lord, for he he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Miriam said, God has done a great victory, but I gotta take a time out and just praise God for what he's richly done. Praise God in the midst of victory. I want God to know that he's worthy. Praise him in the middle of victory. Praise him when you're in good times. And thank the God. Thank God for what he's done. victories in your life. Well, if he's done a great victory, take a time out and say, God, I thank you for the victory that you have accomplished. I want you to, I want to give you credit. I want to thank you. It was nobody but you. You did it. You did it. You did it. You did it. Praise God. So I want to take a moment and say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
worship God is a victory that he's accomplished in your life. If he's healed your body, that's reason to praise him. If he plucked you out of the miry clay, that's reason to worship you. If he gave you a job, that's reason to exalt him. If he's brought you a mighty long way, that's reason enough to say, God, you're worthy. Just because you're good, I'm going to praise you. Hey, now, if God hasn't done anything for you, then there's no reason to praise him, right? Wrong. Whether he's done anything for you or not, he's still God. But here's the fact. God always does good things, and so you always have a testimony. The only thing you need to praise God is God's goodness. And if he hasn't been good to you, then you've got nothing to praise God for and about. But if he's been good to you, and his mercy's been real to you, and his faithfulness has been good to you, that's all you need to praise God and say, God, I'm going to praise you. Brother Brian, jump up and down like that and don't ever stop because God's been good to you. Praise God. Two more points. Two more points. You can praise God and take a time out when everything's going great. Selah. When Israel had lost everything, the Ark of the Covenant was taken away from them. They took the Ark of the Covenant thinking just because it was the Ark of the Covenant, they could take it into battle. It was carried off by the Philistines. They lost the battle. It was a difficult time in Israel, terrible time in Israel's history. That Ark of the Covenant stayed in captivity and then it was moved to the house of Obed-Edom. And it sat there. And when King David came and ascended to the throne, he said, one of the first things we're going to do is get the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem where it belongs. He wanted a revival. And so David went and brought up the Ark of the Covenant from the house of Obadiah in the city of David with gladness. And it was so that when they bare the Ark of the Lord had gone six paces he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. He was girded with a linen ephod. David and all the house of Israel brought the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, Saul's daughter, looked through a window, saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. The devil always despises praise and worship. Always. Be very very careful you're sitting on a church pew despising somebody that praises God because you're not in God's realm you're in the devil's realm because God enjoys individuals that praise him and worship him hallelujah David said I want revival and I'm going to take it 
ready, get ready. I'm going to take one. I'm going to take two. I'm going to take three. I'm going to take four. I'm going to take five. I'm going to take six. And then I'm stopping right here. And I'm going to praise God. Six steps, six paces. But God, I want you to know that you're worthy and that you're great. And I'm going to magnify you. Every six steps, I'm going to praise you. some of you are not jumping up and down you didn't run the aisles but <laughs> you can give a wave offering there's a lot of things that you could do in praise that doesn't mean you're like you're like fit and powerful and you got a lot of energy and you're full of fervor and zeal like me You may not feel that way. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Sister Carol, you may not feel that way. You can't physically do all of that, but you can lift your hands and say, God, you've been good to me. And in the midst of my pain and suffering and my grief, I'm here in the house of God. I just lost a son, but I want to take a time out here and just give you praise for your goodness and your greatness. Praise God. My last point here tonight is you can praise God and take a time out. Sometimes you need to take a time out when everything's going good. Just say, full stop. God, you blessed me so much. I just want to stop right here and let you know that the blessings of God have been so good to me. And I recognize it's not of me, but it's of you. And so I want to take a time out right here and say, the good things that have been happening, they're the good things of the Lord. Praise God. So it doesn't, it doesn't reside with me. It, it resides with God's, God's goodness and greatness. Praise God. You can worship God for every step that you take forward like David. Six steps. I'm going to worship you and praise you. I'm going to magnify you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
You can worship God when it's high pitched and high energy, and you can worship God when it's low. And my last example is David and his men come to Ziklag on the third day, and the Amalekites had invaded the south, and they totally destroyed Ziklag and burned it with fire. And they took the women captives, carried them off. David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. His two wives were taken captive. David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But the scripture said David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Praise God. David said, time out, time out. It's really bad. They're wanting to stone me. They're wanting to destroy me. And they're wanting to put all the blame on me. I'm just going to take a moment right here and encourage myself in the Lord. And I'm going to praise you, God, in the midst of this storm and this difficulty. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the midst of your troubles, you can stop everything and lift up your hands and lift up your voice. And that's what we're doing in the house of God right now. Selah. I'm going to take a moment here and say, God, you're still my refuge and my strength. Hallelujah. You're still my strong tower, and the name of the Lord is a strong tower. I can run into you and find safety. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every hand lifted in this place. Let's not become stingy with our thanksgiving to God. He's done too much for us. Praise God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say law. I'm going to take a brief interlude in the middle of life, a time out in the midst of all my busyness. I'm going to put the brakes on the conflicts in my life. And I just want to give you an offering of thanksgiving and goodness. I want to give you praise to the same level that you've shown to me I want to magnify you to the same level that you have shown mercy to me if God has been good to you praise him if God has saved you praise him if he's forgiven you praise him if his mercy has touched you praise him
interlude of time in life, the busyness of life, to stand in the sanctuary and say, God, you are worthy.
exercise. I know this is crazy. You probably think he's nuts and lost his mind. My wife thinks that sometimes, but it's really all there. I'm not crazy. I want us, I want us to see, exercise ourselves in this, to see if we can start worshiping God. Thank you. And we can do it until I say stop. Praise God. It just means you just keep worshiping. You just keep praising God. You just keep worshiping God until somebody says stop. Usually it's the reverse, right? Usually it's somebody that's trying to prime us into getting us to do something. And it's an effort to get there. But I think it would be really cool to have a culture in a church where you have to tell people to stop. They tell me that way, way back in the day, Brother Terry had a little bell. And everybody would be worshiping, and when it came time for him to preach, he'd ring the bell and say, okay, that's it, sit down, we're gonna have, we're gonna teach. Praise God. <laughs> I want a church that you have to stop the worship, not that you have to prime the worship. Praise God. Look, if God has done great things for you, every once in a while, somebody will get up and they'll testify and they'll say something like this. It would take me all night to tell you all the things that God has done for me. Do you really believe that? Could they go all night? <laughs> I think that's a platitude. Some people might be able to, but some people, it's just a word that comes out of their mouth. I want to know. I, this is just a test. If we start worshiping God, can we just all worship God, worship God, worship God, keep worshiping God until somebody tells us to stop worshiping God? Or does it last about 30 seconds? How long can you worship God? Praise God. That's the question here tonight. I'm not going to carry this out for an hour, but we should be able to worship God beyond 30 seconds or 45 seconds or one minute. And we should be able to have an intensity and a power until somebody says, stop worshiping. So as the musicians begin to play, and as we begin to lift up our voice, let's magnify the Lord and praise Him and worship Him until someone says, stop. Praise God. God, I thank you and praise you and worship you. You've been good to me. You've been faithful to me. Praise God. I want you to know that you're the King of kings and Lord of lords. Praise God. There is none like you. There's none beside you. There is none else. You are the Alpha. You're the Omega. You're the beginning. You're the ending. You're every good gift that comes down from the Father. You are the Father. You're God manifest in the flesh. You're the invisible God. You're the only wise God. 
move of the Holy Ghost. Come on, church. Exercise yourself. Exercise yourself. God, you're worthy of all the honor. You're worthy of all the glory. I don't have enough ability to give you all the praise that you're deserving of. Whoa, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's it.
All right, stop. 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 Listen to me. Listen to me. Serious. Stop. That's how the Holy Ghost falls, and that's how people receive the Holy Ghost. Is when everybody in this building worships like that. When you tell people there's going to be times where there's a move of the Holy Ghost and you can receive the Holy Ghost, it happens when, when it sounds like that. And you know what was important there? Every person in this building had a place in that. If you leave it up just a few of us, it's not going to create the same impact. But if everybody's worshiping like that, there's an environment for the Holy Ghost to fall. Now, I stopped you. I stopped you, but I just want to know this. Could we, if need be, jump right back into the same? See, my grandmother, she was old school. She came in under Brush Arbor, and she could be in the middle of a grocery store, and somebody said, I need prayer. She could immediately go right into talking in tongues in the middle of the grocery store. It embarrassed me so bad. I'm like, how, what in the world is going on? She's embarrassing me. You know what she had? She had something that was deep, Brother Brock. She had a, a well that went 230 feet in. She could be there just like that. I believe that if somebody came and said, you know what, I need the Holy Ghost, that just like that, we could go right back into what we just felt. How about we do that just for a moment? Go right back into it. The Holy Ghost. God, there's power. There is power that can fall from heaven when the people of God are unified. something up. No, I'm not trying to manufacture anything up. It's already in you. It's already in you. The Holy Ghost is like a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And so we have the ability as the church of God to draw from the well immediately and let the Holy Ghost be poured out.
Praise God. Come on, that's it. Release that. Release that in the Holy Ghost. Release that in the Holy Ghost. I love you. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Real quick, real quick, stop, stop. Real quick, I, I don't, I don't want to embarrass you, Gene. But I love your spirit, man. And I know that you've been in some, some, some real, real dark places. I don't want to be offensive to you. But it would, be, would it be all right if you came up here and some of the men surrounded you and prayed for you tonight before we leave? Praise God. I've watched you worship what you're feeling is the Holy Ghost. Ministry, Brother Chris, some of the ministry. Let's get around Gene right here. Praise God. Amen. Right here. Right here. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to go right back into the same environment. You believe we can do it? We can do it. I want you to lift up your voice together right now. God, we love you and praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Draw deep. Draw deep. I'm drawing. Hallelujah. God, touch Gene in Jesus' name. I pray that the Holy Ghost touches his life, his home, his situation. Nay, nay, you're a God that knows. Hallelujah. You know every step that we take. I pray that your anointing and your hand and your ability touches his life. That there is a heart that is sensitive to you and responsive to you. We worship you and praise you. Come on, don't stop, don't stop. Same intensity, same intensity. Drawing from the well, drawing from the well. Hallelujah, drawing from waters of healing. Drawing from waters of anointing. Drawing from waters of mercy. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I praise you, I worship you, I magnify you, I make myself available to you, Lord. together we agree together we're unified that your anointing and your presence and your spirit is able to minister hallelujah 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 come on pray for somebody else intercede on the behalf of somebody else lift up your voice for somebody else you got family you got friends you got acquaintances you got prodigals that you're connected to and associated to and with lord we bring them up before you right now we ask god that there would be a revival a revival a revival Hallelujah, that reaches out and draws from the four corners of this city. 
Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 